All right. Still living under what is the so-called quarantine, which actually it's not really a quarantine. Uh, quarantine means you're sick, and so you're keeping yourself away from everybody. A stay-home order just means there are sick people in the world, so stay home. So anyways, all that being said, it has changed the way a lot of business is happening. Uh, for us, a lot of things have stayed the same. Uh, we're still meeting in the same exact place and way as we have since 2015 on Zoom. <laughs> so that's cool. And uh, the rest of the world has finally caught up to us and started doing their Zoom meetings. <laughs> Loving that for them. But we're not doing in-person classes, which... You know, Gracie, I know for you, that's like bread and butter, vendor events, bread and butter. Uh, for me, classes, big, big, big deal. I do most of my enrolling over Facebook Messenger, but those enrollments are supported by the fact that these people have usually come to some of my classes, be it kombucha classes or cooking or whatever. So I am doing things, and I know you guys are doing things too, that we've done before also, which is classes online. Uh, like doing a Facebook live, doing a kombucha making or um, doing a online class. We started doing these Thursday night uh, public quarantine style Zoom classes, which is basically geared towards enrolling and uh, getting people understanding essential rewards. Because once you understand essential rewards, you get you literally cannot understand essential rewards and not get on it. There's just not even a way. And then also helping people who are already on essential rewards to understand the diversity. Have you ever had somebody say, I don't know what I would do with that many oils or something like that? And you're just like, well, you clearly haven't been to a doctor mom, have you? So getting people through these classes so they understand. Also understanding the budget aspect. Hey, there's no way I can afford to use clean laundry detergent. Well, let me show you how one bottle of Thieves laundry detergent will last you for 13 months, my friend. And then you come back and talk to me about budgeting after that. So those are good classes. Um, so doing our best, uh, because the other thing I've noticed is this isn't just everybody having tons of free time and staying home. If anything, people's lives are crazier <laughs> because uh, like some of us, we've already been homeschooling for a while, but um, people who have not been homeschooling have suddenly just basically been thrown into like pseudo homeschooling, which is basically managing 14 different teachers expectations of their child from home, which is very overwhelming as I'm being told. Massive respect and props to the moms that are doing that. I, it just boggles my mind. I, I can, Barely, actually, the piano teacher would tell you I can't even handle the assignments she gives us. So, you know, <laughs> that would blow my mind if that was happening all day, every single day. So, um, not doing crazy tons of slamming classes into people's faces, but making the classes present and available. And I can and am and will and are doing a better job of that by the day as I'm understanding, you know, people are really paying attention. If you guys have noticed that Young Living is exploding. This feels kind of like that 2015 uh, all over again. Some of us on the call signed up then and you know how it was. It was kind of like you sneeze and somebody enrolls with Young Living. And so it's sort of starting to feel like that. And I think it's just because um, you're getting another, like you're getting another wave of people who are just realizing, you know, I've kind of been on the edge of, you know, dealing with my own health and wellness for a while. And this just t pushed me over the edge and it's just time you know, it's time to, um, 
I have some tools in my toolbox that I didn't have before. So being there to support the people. So in order to be that person, you need to appear <laughs> for that person. The only way to appear for that person is to be showing up at this point pretty much online, <laughs> but not necessarily only online. You can still make phone calls. You can still send snail mail. You can still send text messages. I guess it's kind of online. I don't know. Um, Facebook messages you can send to people and also just being present in your kind of, if you're a social media poster, just being present in your feed. Um, like I always say, uh, if you go look at your wall, whatever your is on your wall is the conversation you're having with bunch of people in your timeline, the majority of people in your timeline right now, other than, you know, your husband who you live with or whatever. And if you go back and you look and everything, you know, first of all, if everything's oils, you're that person, that's annoying. <laughs> but if oils never appear, then I guarantee you, your friends are signing up with someone else. Oh, they just are. So I, I had a friend over, we were chatting about, um, Young Living in Oils a little while ago, and she was saying a bunch of people that are her friends have been just signing up with other people. And so we were like diagnosing, like, why is that happening? And um, she posts about oils that we talked about this. She's like, I post about oils all the time. I just post diffuser recipes and stuff like that. But I was telling her, and I, I experienced this too when I started with Young Living. You have to make it really stupid obvious that you will sign people up. Like, you can't just post diffuser recipes all the time and be like, why are my friends signing up on Google all the time? This is annoying. Well, because if my, like, most people don't realize that anybody in Young Living can sign somebody up. And they're especially not going to realize that you're willing to sign them up unless you tell them. So just kind of throwing out there from time to time when you talk about it, that this is your business or maybe posting a picture of I'm sending out samples or I'm having a meeting. So it starts to sort of get into people's psyche that this is your business. So I want to throw this thing out there and then we'll kind of just open back up for our normal circle up. So, uh, I'm going to totally pick on Hannah Wolchersdorf, who's not here right now, which makes it so much easier to pick on her. Um, Hannah um, is, you guys, she's building her business like mad right now. Like she is literally uh, fire, on fire. And we talked months ago and she said she's just, so she has, you guys know that she works really hard on getting like clarity on herself and on what she should be doing. And she said, um, that she and Jeremy discussed it and they were like, okay, so what is basically the money maker in our life? Well, it's young living. So then why are we pouring all this attention onto other things? Like she was, you guys remember how she would pick up random stuff on the side of the road, fix it up and sell it, you know, on Facebook marketplace. And she's like, why are we doing this when that's actually really not going to get us where we want to go? So they made a commitment together as a couple that every morning for a certain amount of time, a specified, specified amount of time, a couple hours, he, kept the baby, you know, took care of the baby or whatever. And she left the house and worked on her business. And you're like, well, what did she do? <laughs> um, well, number one, let's get on her on here and talk to her about that. But what she did was she showed up, she made herself present and she just continued talking about the oils 
and she did little classes like video classes on her Instagram or um, posted about stuff on her Facebook, set up you know, Zoom calls, posted in her, she made a Facebook group, she posted in her Facebook group, just being present consistently every single day. And um, she did not see the payoff immediately. I guarantee you that. But what Hannah knows is that you don't necessarily see the payoff from this kind of thing your first week or month, sometimes not even the first year or couple of years, depending on how things work or how you're working. So I've heard this saying before that I really love. And the saying is um, with network marketing or really any kind of residual income, if it's, um, you know, trademarking or buying, registering patents or writing a book. Um, you do a disproportionate amount of work in the beginning to a very small amount of pay. Your, your work is disproportionate large compared to the pay. And then as time goes on, your pay is disproportionately large to a smaller amount of work. So if you think about writing a book, you know, an author may be doing research on a book for years before they even start writing the book itself. And then the book itself can take any length of time, even up to years to write. And then they sell the book or sometimes they sell the book in advance, but either way, you know, then they sell the book and then, you know, the royalties or the residual pay from that book starts to roll in and you say, gosh, you know, these like authors out there who have these great books, you know, and they're, Oh, they're just rolling in the money and they're not even writing anything anymore. Or, you know, their kids are getting paid and the author has died years ago. And it's, that's freaking amazing residual income. But I tell you that they put the work in during the time that they were working. So, um, what Hannah is doing that's magical, honestly, is consistency. And I'll tell you that it's showing up in her business in terms of new members signing up because they are aware that she exists and that she's doing this and that this is her business. And yeah, <laughs> she's had people unfriend her. <laughs> yeah, she's had some really stupid comments on her posts about building a young living business. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> um, did, does that stop her? No, because are those people going to pay her bills? Sorry, I don't think so. Are they showing up to pay their bills? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not. Therefore, they don't get a vote. <laughs> so I, I, what is important, and it is always important, and I'll tell you, it's, I'm going to use the term especially important right now, even though it's always important, is to be consistent in showing up. So if that means, and, and I know, you know me and you know Hannah guys she's an Enneagram 7 if anybody doesn't want to be told what to do or have you know no offenses that mm -hmm. but sometimes and this is something she's determined now like getting up early she's like this getting up early is not my jam but you know what residual income freaking is my jam so she's willing to do that for the time that it takes because like I said, she was not seeing the payoff initially, but she is now. So I challenge you, I challenge me, I challenge us, I challenge all of us. <laughs> Did that rhyme? I don't even, that was bad. Um, I challenge us to take, pick what looks like consistency to you. And if that means every Saturday, you know, or if that means Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean getting up at 5 a.m., you know, five days a week. She doesn't work on the weekends, guys, by the way. She does not work on the weekends. Um, but if it 
you know, maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> really only you know. And I don't think there's any specific parameters. And, and being consistent might have nothing to do with Facebook and Instagram. Gosh. Um, um, on the topic of Hannah, like, getting up, like, Sheil gets up every morning. Does She doesn't just get up every morning and work. She also, like, shares, like, a, I didn't feel like it, but I'm here today doing yeah. this. Or this is the oil that I'm using. She does that, like, every day that she's working on Instagram. And maybe I notice it more because I am also doing the business. But I, yeah. it, it, like, inspires me as far as the business. But I feel like as somebody who maybe is kind of yeah. interested in the business, I feel like they would be seeing that as, like, Okay, so this is something that somebody's actually doing. She's putting the effort in it. She's yeah, doing it. Well, that's like, why people are signing up with her. Because if she was posting every day, this is the oil I'm using, and if she was posting every day, here's me drinking my Ningxia, they'd be like, ooh, I want to sign up with Young Living too. Google.com, sign up with Young Living, get put in the placement program. But if she's posting, like, I'm up working my Young Living business, people start to realize that she's building a business. And um, she's had her account for a while, guys. She's had her account for a while. She was not a business builder for a long time. Um, I remember she was here at my house the first time um, we got her setting up her own essential rewards on her. She's not on my downline. She's not on my downline. She's cross line for me. She's my niece in Young Living genealogy. Because <laughs> Tammy and I are Jennifer's level ones, and then Hannah is Tammy's level one. So, <laughs> and Sabrina's my great granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said that once they were like she's my sister in young living and i was like oh kind of like <laughs> how's it going young one <laughs> anyways um so now you know where she's in relation to me but so you you definitely are gonna have those amazing crossline friends that um well all of you in here have amazing crossline friends on the call with you right now <laughs> but you know what I mean like you just have these people that maybe they're not in your direct lineage but they just have become like a part of your business and that's just amazing I think that's really amazing and phenomenal okay so let's let's brainstorm um I just want to hear like what's percolating in your mind uh, about what would consistency kind of like what's just throwing things on the table so we can all get ideas for me it does really appeal the idea of getting up early and doing a chunk of work my main problem with that hashtag <sighs> enneagram three my main problem with that is stopping I have a real problem stopping I'm like I'm on a roll you know I could do 10 hours of this main problem is stopping but um i guess for me i have something similar to that you know i'm not a three but i guess i'm a six so sometimes i go towards three stuff <laughs> but um i was reading this thing a while back that said like if you are feeling the like um excitement and the the everything flowing the juices flowing for what you're doing or whatever like that's why that's the time you're supposed to like be doing this or whatever so my mind's like oh i'm getting this done tomorrow i'm gonna be like crap and i don't want to do this yeah i'm not so, gonna do it so I'm going to finish this now so that I don't, yes. I mean, like, you know, you just made me think of something like I chopped my finger on a canning jar the other day. So sorry. Um, you just made me think of something. Um, you just described the same way we use oils. If you're like, lavender is good for me. I'm going to chug 30 mils right now. You've got a problem. But if you're like, lavender is good for me, a drop a day, 
keeps away, <laughs> then uh, that's so much better for you and and your consistency in showing up. Yeah. Yeah. No, because that's something like I'll spend like three or four days doing like nothing, like everything else in my life will just fall apart while I'm like, oh man, I've got this thing kicked, knocked out, and this thing knocked out. Oh, I'm doing yeah. so good. And then I get like really kind of like, okay, I'm, I need to st stop from this. And then I look around, and I'm like, Mm, that maybe was a mistake because there's like the house is falling apart. You know what? Actually, also make another good point there, Sabrina. I'm thinking about you applying it to my life, and um, <laughs> you said like, yeah. So let me exactly what mom just said. Um, I'm gonna say this, and then Sabrina, can you read mom's comment because it went too fast for me. Um, when you said, I'm in the flow, I want to keep going because tomorrow I'm going to feel like crap, I'm not going to want to do this. If you had stopped when you wanted to, and this is the thing mom always made us do in school, we were like loving it. And mom's like, done for the day. We'll come back tomorrow. And you're like, what? But then the next day when you come back, you're like, I cannot wait to start this because instead of going until you were like hating it, you stopped while you still loved it. Um, can you read mom's comments, Sabrina? She said, but also stopping while we want to keep going might help us come back next time. And you know that's true. Darn it. <clears throat> <laughs> mom, just stop with the good ideas and the truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, what is Frank sending me? <laughs> it is popping what up. What do you think? <laughs> is it foghorn leg hard? <laughs> Or is it, is it, uh, <laughs> it's Foghorn. <laughs> I can't and he's over here laughing himself silly about it. <laughs> he should be. Nothing's funnier than Foghorn Leghorn. No curves. <laughs> See, okay. The other thing that I have an issue with, or the other thing that I struggle with is that because I don't have it set as a schedule, I don't have like, this is specific time for this, this is specific time for this, I'm kind of like, well, it feels good to do school this hour today. Well, it feels good to do... Right, right, right. Oh. That's dangerous. So then I come on to, while I'm doing school, I have a hard time focusing on teaching them because I'm like, but I really need to be doing this and this and this and this for my business. And then when I'm doing my business, I'm like, <clears throat> but I really need to be reading this, I need to be doing this to them. And, I, and you know what's funny? Uh, like, people say this with all kinds of things, you know, they say, oh, um, you know, we don't want to live a life with any kind of rules, you know, because then it's no fun. You take all the fun out of life if there's rules, you know, and then they are, they're those people that you meet them, you know, they say this in high school and you meet them 20 years later and you're like, what has happened to you? You have gone nowhere in life. How's the no rules fun working out for you now? Right. And it's funny because people talk about being free spirits and having this, you know, this and this whatever. And they do, and lots of free spirit people do really well because they have free somewhat of a <laughs> right. They have somewhat of some type of schedule. There's balance in literally every part of your life in some way. Yeah. You yeah. Have to have it. And, and I think the, there is even more, what I found the the few times that I have um, stuck to, I don't want to say, ah, I can't read it in time. I don't want to say my, that. My problem is I need to do everything first. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so actually, let's come to that. What, okay, I think, so, sorry. Yes, what about this? Okay, y'all are homeschooling. <clears throat> the bottom of the hour, the last 10 minutes is time for them to either reflect on what they've done 
or for them to, it's quiet time for them to write something or draw something. And that 10 minutes y'all take to get some stuff done, <clears throat> just like you set the five minute timer for cleaning up. Yeah. Well, for me, the, the problem that comes in, and this is my family specific and my personal problems specific, which I have many, is that first of all, when I open up my phone, it's hard to get back out because people also see I'm on messenger and they're like, Hey, did you see my message? Or I, I opened their message and they're like, need something. And I'm like, well, if I don't do it right now, I'm literally never going to come back to it and find that. So sometimes you guys message me and I might be like sending you a meme on Instagram. So like I'm technically on my phone, but I don't open the other things. I'm like, I know it's working. I know that I'm like laying down the baby or I'm in the middle of, you know, something and I can't go open that and do anything yet, you know? So that becomes a problem. But then also, um, if, if, um, my kids see me open my phone, the pixies come out. If they're like, Oh, mom's gone. Mom's dead. We can do whatever we want. (laughs) Um, so, but our school realistically at the most, our school only takes us two hours. It's not that big of a time commitment, but, um, it is, it, it, I do find freedom in those times when I have uh, followed a pattern, this is the closest that I can allow myself to say, a pattern that actually serves me better. And I don't think any of it, I'm, I'm picking on Hannah because she's not here. I know. I'm picking on Hannah because she's a really great example. And if you aren't following her already, she's a really good example to learn from, I think, because for her, she's on the far end of the spectrum of everything is stifling and constricting. And as soon as you tell her to do something, she's like, "Mm, but what if I don't, you know what I mean? Like she, um, if you would expect anybody to use their personality or Enneagram number as a crutch to not follow a patterned day or even just the initial time in the morning, that's where you would expect it to be. But she, and she did for years, but she has just decided she's gotten to the point where she values her ultimate long-term freedom so much higher than the momentary um, pleasure that she's, it's, you know, like I think all of us would say that it becomes then a joy because you can see the, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I'm not sure what the best way to say it. Okay. Keep coming with these. Okay. Consistency ideas. I, I feel like for me personally, morning would be the best time. And, and mom, that's where I would have to be able to stop while I'm still having fun. Um, and when I'm not done, cause that's a problem I have too. I'm like, I could just keep going. And then that's like Sabrina said, when everything falls to crap, because then I look up and it's 1130 and I'm still doing something I'm like oh my gosh like yeah or like you know after a few days you're like wow there's 50 loads of laundry sitting there that I need to deal with um but if I I'm not a morning person I was so I feel like amazing and on my like I feel like myself at night but if I work at night but if I work at night then and the kids are in bed I'm here I've got all I don't have anything to distract me then all of a sudden it's four in the morning so for me I have I have to work in the morning yes 
or else I will never get sleep and I will be miserable. And you and I both face the same challenge, different um, meridian. <laughs> but if we had, uh, I don't want to say a timer per se, but like if you start, like Shelby Polk is a good example of somebody who works at night and well, she's a bad example because she would go to like 2 a.m. or beyond every night. But um, she also went to Ground Diamond with like 50 kids on all this kind of stuff. So, so that's also like that was during her run time, not necessarily. That's true. That's true. Not her. That's not. You're right. You're absolutely right. And she's pregnant right now. And she's like, yeah, I'm not staying up that late. Um, and I kind of feel like. Does she stay awake at all to look at anything? <laughs> I remember being yeah. pregnant. I was just like falling asleep in my food. <laughs> hundred percent. So what if you had a time you're like, okay, I'm starting at, I don't know when your kids go to bed, 8.30 and I'm done by 10.30, blue light blockers on, lights to the dim. I'm, I'm done at 10.30 and then I have like a 30 minute, you got up there, girl. You got like <laughs> a 30 minute, um, like your wind down routine or whatever. So you're in bed by 11. And then for me, the reverse, it would be in the morning. Can I, I can, this is the stupidest thing ever. I can, I am capable of this. Gosh, like if it was a college class that was from 7am to 9pm, we would all make it happen. Do you know what's interesting when, when I first got into this and I started and I was like, I've gotten these calls and you're saying this and you're saying that. And I'm going, wow, okay, I'm writing all this stuff down. And I went into like, you know, four or five different, like, intense rabbit holes a day <laughs> and yeah. I would put stress away and frankincense in the diffuser and I would be in the zone and it felt like that it felt like I was like in school or something and I would because I was like I'm making a post about this in this group by this time and and I it was like really like really really enjoying that but now I'm like yeah. well that post could probably wait <laughs> so I yeah need to, like, and I honestly like I think there's yeah and 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 there's there's something a, a bit to be said I, I don't want to give us a cop out this is not a cop out but there is something to be said for this kind of weird time I know everybody's felt not everybody but a lot of us have felt kind of mushy like what's going on I felt like my mushiness was more to do with the move than um the stay home because the stay home hasn't really impacted us yet but um it has felt different for a lot of people and a lot of people who you would normally be able to get a hold of are like pulling their hair out because their kids are home and they're trying to coordinate you know Montessori classes from home oh, um, okay. but um right now I just thought it would be an awesome suggestion to send out like peace and calming samples or gentle baby um you know those this is the time for snail mail also with everybody a warning that the this i don't even know how this is possible but the usps may be shut down like get your snail mail in the mail now better not <laughs> really will need a snail to take it there i don't know this could just be people trying to get everyone all excited or Whatevs, whatevs. It's but, uh, Mailing here is fine for us on the island. I can go to the post office every day pretty much. And so, like where you're talking about mailing, um, I'm just getting ready to do a mass mailing for all my inactives. Um, Tell us. And, a, um, and for my zero 
uh, ERs for my people. I'm mean, sorry, people who are not on ERs. I'm sending also some information. That's so my thought was, I'm gonna send them out the thieves book. And yes. even though we're low on supply, what's really cool is that this little book talks about every single thieves product. Yes. It's a really nice little book and it's like a dollar and change if you buy That's 10 or more. It's really inexpensive. And then I'm attaching a thieves flyer, not a thieves flyer, an ER, an ER program flyer. It's from LSP. Love it. I don't know if you can see it. Oh yes. I have seen that. Same thing. It's a little tear pad. Um, so I'm putting that in the mail with a sample of thieves toothpaste. Oh my gosh. You know, the one that young living has. Yes. Well, you know, they probably don't even know, but they're pretty aware of being maybe toxic free, you know, staying home virus, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, mm -hmm. you know what, that's a really cool product, good information and a sample. And, um, this gives me a really good excuse to call them like eight, 10 days later and say, Hey, did you get that? I got you in the mail. You have any questions? Blah, blah, blah. You know, mm -hmm. not like, Oh, you know, not to make it feel weird. Like, Oh yeah. Hey, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like, there's a reason. Did you get no, that? I love that. I love that. But I sent you something cool? in the mail. Did you get it? Well, what was cool was I was, um, brainstorming with my husband I said what do you think about this and he's like it's great however <laughs> he's like you should also add a card like a little card that says did you know real quick he goes like does everybody know the story of thieves where did thieves come from oh whether it's true so or not cool. but you have 30 seconds to catch their attention if you just send them a brochure and a flyer they're just going to put it to the side but if you started off by saying did you know blah 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 something yeah. short and sweet and at the bottom of it, if you have any questions, call me. Here's my number or text me. And that's it. He says, so anytime he says, I send out something that I want to catch their attention, I always attach a did you know? Question, comment, story, whatever. Just to make them kind Mom of. Mom wants a platinum wife. Well, <laughs> right? No. But so, uh, so me and my girls, we're getting ready to do, that's what we're working on is getting that out and hopefully increasing that ER percentage. That's right. So it's all with my, um, so with my 75% average, right? <laughs> <laughs> and my inactives, the idea is, um, my, did you, do you know, or did you know oils do not expire? So if you have any oils oh, left that. in your kit that they probably didn't use or it's yes you know that they're still good as day one. Go. Yeah. And then I'm sending them some little information. That is amazing. So, yeah. And I'm sending them this. Have you guys seen this one? Yes. The little one, start the oily life. It's really good. It's easy to do a class with this. So my thought was a little refresher. And then again, you know, and a little yeah. sample of something. Yeah. So those That's are my awesome. mailings for this month. It's perfect. I love it. Yeah. What do you, what does your working look like, Gracie? Right now? Um, I try to sit, I had just 
um, last week worked out a schedule because I was kind of all over the place. The first thing I grab is my phone and I'll sit there for hours looking at shit. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, like, I understand. I Remember, those so apps are designed. Yeah, those like, if I was designed more, to be addictive and to keep you on them. Yeah. And if, if I was more um, focused or driven, I think uh, it'd be easier. But I get distracted. So that's why I'm trying to figure out, all right, when I sit down, I need to know exactly what I'm doing. Um, so I worked out a schedule, stop feeling guilty about spending time for me. Like, you know, yeah. doing meditation, doing yoga, getting my exercise in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, my thing is 10 to two from 10 to two, Love I should it. be able to get a lot of work done. Yeah. And then after two, I shouldn't feel guilty stopping and no. just cooking, being around, sitting, watching TV with my husband if I need to, or want to, or whatever. I devoted at least four hours a day of whatever it is. That is amazing. I love that. And is that working because, out with Anjo home and everything too? Um, there's really not much of a difference for me since I was home and everybody else leaves, but she works. So she's an essential oh. worker. So she's out. So... And that's the thing is like, I'm not like you guys where I have kids at home. I have all these distractions. It's my own distraction. Like I have yeah. all the time in the world during the day. Anything, like, all of us, and it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. We'll use the kids. We'll use anything. That's we can all I'm like, I know <clears throat> she's the kids are like, not there. Like, like say Anthony's like, he loves to come home and he goes, all right, kids, you want to come upstairs with me and let mommy have some time alone? And I'm like, thank you. Um, or let's let, let's take, uh, let's go upstairs. So mommy isn't going crazy or something like that. You know, he, but like, <laughs> I don't like, huh? he'll go upstairs with them. He'll even like close the door and like barricade it and stuff to keep them up there with him. And I'm still sitting here. Like I have no excuse, but I'm still sitting here having the worst time trying to do this or I can't sit here and focus on it, which is when I pull my nose out, of course, but you know, we still have our own, <laughs> um, she said our husband who works from home is an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all, every, every one of us, anything can be an excuse. And, yeah. and no, none of the excuses are valid because we have examples of multiple examples of people with yes. all the same things who have decided that it's not an excuse. You know, Actually, that's something that I use as a way of being like, okay, sit down and do the work today because right. so-and-so has what, 15 kids and she's doing this And time. I'm not saying that as a reason to guilt you. I'm saying it to oh, be expansive, yeah. you know, like yeah. but if we, if we choose, if you, if, if we choose to not do it, that's fine. There's nobody being harmed, but our own family. So that's, that's cute. But if we do choose to do it, you know, that's, there, there's people we can look at who have, like you said, the 15 kids are way yeah. more. I think for me, I know for a fact that if I really needed, like if I was in the situation of Monique McLean and that they were losing everything and she was selling furniture, that she was selling things in her house to, I, if I was in that situation, I know I'd be more driven. Yeah. yeah. But I not. mean, they say comfortability is the, like, it's the curse. Um, right. because I've said that before to Gary too. I'm like, what if something happened and you didn't have your job? Do you know how fast we'd be platinum? And that's just honest. Like that is just honest. Like 
And I think for me, it's, it's going to come down to like, I was thinking about it today. We want to start living and Hey, let's see if we can only live on the young living money, put everything else into the bank because that will make it more motivating to build the young living, you know, because it's like, well, if we want more wiggle room, then we have, you know, this is where it has to come from. But just to see how it feels, because then I can also get a taste of how, like this house has happened a lot faster than we expected. So what if we could get the full-time Gary a lot sooner than we expected? You know what I mean? Sabrina, can you read Walt's comment? He said, I need to get a clear picture of exactly what I'm going to do. Not the activity, but the actual steps. Yeah. Like, um, enroll people. Okay, great. Like, great. Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> Surprise, you know. Um, ha have a class, you know. Okay, great. That's fine. Like, what What do you mean? Like, what I have to, I know what you mean. I know you I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Well, going back to the, like, um, what you were saying, how Monique McLeave is, like, selling stuff, whatever, and having that, like, serious motivation. I try to do things to, like, create that um, feeling in myself. Like, I want this homestead really quickly. I want to get there as quick as possible. So I will post so many pictures to expand you as fast as I can. Right. I'm like, I want this homestead as quick as possible. I want, we have debt to pay off. I want to pay that off as quick as possible. I want to be able to get chickens. So I want to be baby. I, and then other times when there's stuff around the house that I, I want to do or that I know that I need to get done, but I'm feeling like, nah, I don't want to. I go, do you know what a homesteader would have done by this time of the hour? Okay, get your butt out there and go to it if you want to be a <laughs> So I'm trying very hard. And then I do that same thing with, um, with also the, the people who are working really hard. They have, like, you know what I'm saying, 15 kids. If she can do it, I know that I, I have the ability to do it. And if I don't do it, and in a couple months, I have not gotten any farther in my business, I'm going to know that I'm the one who went, mm, I want to go watch a movie right. instead. I think that's the worst part. And I think that's where so many people, sorry, guys, like this thing like keep popping up. I think that's where so many people say things like, um, young living doesn't work or something. Cause we can externalize that feeling and blame it basically on somebody else. When I mean, if you look at the structure of young living, realistically, it works. <laughs> and like, I'm in that gold mingle group with so many golds, like for Pete's sake, there's so many golds in young living. It's not even novel anymore. It used to be like, Ooh, you're a gold. Now it's like gold is, there's so many golds. You, know? you want to be cool. You, you can't even just be a diamond anymore. <laughs> like it really does work. And these people are all different kind of varieties and, um, walks of life or whatever the cliche of the moment is, but it really does. Okay. Um, what else y'all got? Um, consistency ideas. I know there's a lot of us that have kids that'll be watching this too. Colleen is on here also, and Hannah's on here. Hannah, um, what, yeah, Colleen or Hannah or mom, um, Becky, anybody who wants to just say also, like, what are you doing right now that you're kind of loving? What's kind of working? Um, or something you saw that you want to try or, um, what's not working? So, so Leslie Burris had this thing, and this is like, really She's a good one like roundabout type thing but what she had didn't have anything to do with business um but i'm working it into a business way <laughs> so 
she has this, uh, and I believe that she got the idea from uh, Lindsay Moreno because they they printed this thing off. It was like, for their kids, they checked off, these are the things I have to do before I can get screen time for the day. And Leslie was like, I printed these off for my kids. And my, my daughter asked me, how come you get on your phone? How come you didn't do a list of your own? And so she's like, well, guess what, guys? Here's mom's list. So she made ah! it. And okay, here's the thing that I've been thinking about. And I've been like, I have to write this. Out. I need to figure out the exact things I want to write. But these are the things around the house. These are the things with school. These are the things with work that I want to get done before I can go scroll on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And I feel like that might be kind of, especially because you have your kids, like your kids are watching and paying attention. You tell them what it is. So good. (laughs) So, so good. Such a good learning moment. I remember when my sister was babysitting for a friend, then if they wanted a snack, the rule was um, they had to have a fruit and a vegetable first um, or like a fruit or like a, produce and a protein or something whatever they did and so um there was these cupcakes and the kids really wanted them so they were like gonna eat a cup of applesauce and then like have a piece of cheese or something and then um my sister ate one and they're like well how come you don't have to eat the fruit and the vegetable first and she was like uh <laughs> she's like i actually don't know <laughs> it really it, it brought it back to my memory because the other day we were talking to Caden about like doing your part around the house, like, when you take ice from the ice cube trays, please refill the spaces that you did, because then I'll go in there, and there's no ice or anything, and he's like, like, okay, well, you do it, and I have to do it, well, then how come daddy doesn't do it, (laughs) and we, as I was, like, walking out of the room, like, "Mm." (laughs) but, yeah, I mean, I would like to know that, but realistically, (laughs) this is the teaching, okay, we can, we kind of can control how much time our kids use on electronics right now, right? Like we could be like, no, you can't have that. But what happens the moment you're not in control? You know, like, can they just go hog wild and... I'm sorry. They don't take control until they move out of your house. Yeah, that's you're what I mean. always in control. That's you what I mean. always in control. Like when they move out, like there is no problem anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm saying is like, this is a chance to teach them like these responsible behaviors. Hey, you know, before you blow money on stupid crap, you pay your bills, you know, before you, um, you know, eat crap, you know, you've eaten something that nourishes your body. You know, if this is habitual before you go sit down and watch a movie, you do the dinner dishes. Like if these things become habitual, maybe also too, like we, Sabrina, where you and I are, um, let's see. We, like, I, I got my cell phone when I was, like, 15 or something like that. And it wasn't really mine, per se, but it was, like, the kid's cell phone, and we just... I was got just, my cell phone when I got married. <laughs> I was, like, years short, because we were in, like, church choir. So we didn't really use it for anything other than, like, okay, you're going to church, take the phone with you, so mom can get a hold of you. So we just called it the kid's phone, and I still have that number. <laughs> but um, that's that's odd. Right. Because then there, then as all the like social media stuff started to hit onto phones or all, you know what I mean? And then, then I think about my kids and I'm like, okay, 
my kids are exposed to this from basically the beginning. Like I had a Facebook before they were born, you know, so it's been around, you know, and, and, and I either teach them how to moderate their usage or I just try to like point blank control it, which is basically what I'm doing right now. But we also not do like how it's, to manage really it. it's really hard to show them not to want to be on a screen at all times because we're sitting there on our screens all the time. I know. And I know and I'm totally thinking it. Well, I'm working. I'm like, I'm working. If I'm on my phone, that's when we're getting behind. And, and you know, it's not always true. Um, but they're like, welcome. You get to be on it. And then, so now they say like, I want to work. Can I work on your phone? I'm like, you're not working. Like, what's on like, YouTube? <laughs> Are you getting paid? I didn't think so. <laughs> so how do you make money? Well, why don't you think of a business and start one? Okay. They actually come up with some good ideas, but yeah, I think definitely, um, there's that, uh, there's a couple books I want to read about, um, basically kids and us and screens and, and they're made to be really, they're made really to be great. Like preface I guess to I think tomorrow's call is about screen detoxing so we need something what some problem solved we need the old flip phone back screen problem solved I am done no give me the my grandma keeps asking me about the jitterbug I want the brick (laughs) tell you more of a flapper girl (laughs) 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 all right well I think um we all are in agreement, you know, consistency, learning how to manage our time and using our phones with um, judiciousness. You know, when you have all day to scroll around on the phone, it's easy to not get stuff done. When you're like, I have a limited amount of time, it it does make me get stuff done better. So I'm, I'm going to go back to doing mornings. Um, Those worked really well for me and I want to do that again. Um, Feel just so uh, I don't, I don't like this feeling of just mushiness. Um, and Gracie's got 10 to two, which I think is a fabulous time, which basically the same time I'd be working if I started at like the seven. <laughs> she's in Hawaii. So, um, and Sabrina will still be up. So that'll be great. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways. Um, so if you guys have, um, more thoughts, more good ideas, or if you like Gracie shared her work schedule with us, if you put together work, so it just doesn't matter if, if it's for young living, if you do something else, you know, I want to hear about like how you're practicing that um, consistency in that work. So um, we'll just keep on posting those or comments. Like I'll love it. If somebody posts something like that, if, if I, sometimes I just think, man, if I could just see what somebody's day was like, it's not that I'm necessarily going to copy Shelby Paul exactly copy Gracie exactly but it gives me sort of like okay this is a really good idea it's a jumping off point I'm going to modify it kind of just shows you okay this is something that works for them but oh this one idea gives me an idea how this other thing can work for others like maybe 10 to 2 isn't your time but maybe you do like um five to something and then another chunk of time in the evening like, I don't yeah know. I, I, I don't think know. 10 to 2 because I realized right around 10 11 is when I'm starting to like I ate like my brain starting to work <laughs> I can yeah. get up at 6 30 but you know if you're useless there's not, yeah. not much point right and yeah. I'm my best earliest that's just when my circadian rhythm it like works the best is in the morning and also it's out of like as I'm less distracted I don't know out of really curiosity like what time of day were you born what kind of day would I what 
some were you born? Some of what oh, I, I have had this conversation of if Wait you were minute, born at night, then you might feel better. You might feel more yourself at night. You were born at noon, she said. Noon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. So when I was born at like I think it was like 1.20 or something in the morning, some ridiculous time like that. And I feel like amazing around that time. And I know people who are born during the day and they feel great during the day, but they feel awful at night. And I think that that's just fascinating. And I'm always curious. <laughs> Gracie, when were you born? 1 a.m. And I am a total night owl. There you go. Becky, 10.35 a.m. 11 to 3 a.m. Yeah, Becky, you do tend to do stuff more towards the morning, and um, you don't love staying up super late. Colleen said, 9 a.m., I hate that time. <laughs> birth trauma? Your birth trauma? <laughs> I don't know. Could be. So fascinating. So fascinating. Thank you for telling us that. I actually have no idea how long we've been on here because we had a Zoom piano class too, so my timer is like all wonky, but um, we'll stop it here. 9.54, so I think we're still oh, good. Oh, gosh. Well, perfect then. We'll stop. It's been an hour, and I'll get this posted up on the Vimeo for y'all, and if you have ideas, you can post it in the Vimeo comments. Post it on the Facebook group. Don't matter. Either way. Sweet.